Hey guys, welcome to episode 26 of The Doctor and Dork. This is Frank here with our co-hostess Olivia. Hi everyone. And how you doing tonight, Olivia? Oh, I'm doing just dandy. How are you doing, Frankie? I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, scale 1 to 10. I'm going to say today was a 7. Oh, that's not yeah. so bad. You know what it is? I'm what? fairly relaxed coming back off of vacation yeah. and going to work again. Hmm. Work has definitely been stressful just because a bunch of changes apparently happened. All the changes happened while I'm gone for a week. I don't yeah. know. Does this happen to anybody else? Um, I just work from home, so nothing ever changes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, the tree out front, that changed. Yeah, I guess. It did, they literally changed the only thing Our listeners don't care about, about our tree. All right, so I will get us rolling today. First, I'd like to give a couple of shout-outs. The first shout-out I would like to give to our new Instagram follower, Haley, which I don't believe either one of us knows. So I if, don't know a Haley, I don't if think. If you are a true rando, thank you for listening to the podcast, Haley. And why don't you DM us on Insta and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, feel free to, Haley. I... And sorry if we do know you and I, I'm drawing <laughs> yeah, a blank. I, I definitely, a good point. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not remembering Haley, but you yeah, know. Hopefully it's Frank, you know, so he looks like the bad person. It's definitely someone <laughs> Olivia went to college with. <laughs> Next, I would like to thank our first potentially real commenter on YouTube, although I still think it was a ploy to advertise their own book. Um, but YouTube user The Other Way commented, a book recommending for mindfulness, since I talked about the placebo effect and how maybe the mind has more power than we give it credit for. It's called 30 Days to Sobriety, so if you're interested hmm. in becoming sober, that might be a good book for you. But also, if you're just looking to practice mindfulness, um, you know, might be a good book for you too. So there you go, the other way. There's your free advertisement on the podcast. <laughs> thanks for commenting yeah that's what you get that's how easy it is guys all right so we got some old news here um so before thanksgiving week right yep a million years ago yeah we missed this last episode um because it was supposed to come this was supposed to be talked about in our our missing episode everybody's probably so sick of hearing about what we would have talked about on that (laughs) podcast um so, but we went to uh, this butterfly sanctuary up in Massachusetts, and we also went to the uh, Yankee Candle Factory, followed up by the Kringle Factory, oh, yeah. which was, um, I guess, I, I, did, I wasn't aware of this. Apparently, Yankee Candle sold out, which, Olivia, what do, what's your opinion on the, their candle choice? It doesn't really mean they sold out. It's not like another company bought them. Well, He's they went just corporate. saying, yeah, they're, they're a little more commercially now than maybe they previously were. Yeah. Um, I felt, I don't know, I like Yankee Candle, so I can't really talk too much smack. Um, but going to the Yankee Candle Factory and the Kringle Factory, I did like the Kringle one just because there were less people in there. Yeah, they weren't as decorative as Yankee Candle gets because they have all the themed rooms. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely say Kringle was nice because there was less people. And uh, I would say there was as many workers as there were people in there. Yeah. So it was nice because they were very welcoming. So that was good. And do you have um, anything else on that? I have lots no, to talk about. I think the uh, Butterfly House was... Uh, if you guys are ever up at Yankee Candle Factory, literally... Go back out onto the main road, hook a left, go 
four minutes up the road, and on the left there's now, a I butterfly Now, I know the first place. time you brought me to the butterfly factory, or whatever, butterfly house factory, <laughs> I thought I was going to be pretty overwhelmed, but or underwhelmed. Underwhelmed, yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised. So to give our listeners a better idea of this place, how many butterflies would you estimate are in there? Um, well, it actually varies. So during the winter time, there's a lot less. So if you go during the summer, there's actually like But you just learned that this, this time around, right? Yeah. Well, truthfully, I never noticed because I did go when I was younger mm. and I personally never noticed, but apparently there is a lot more during the summer and they have different I'd say there are probably 400 butterflies. Do you think that's an overestimation? I think that's way under. I think there was more. I think there was probably closer to like 900. Yeah, it might be true. Anyways, why don't you guys go find out for yourself? But it is a pleasant break from the cold weather. They have three large greenhouses. And uh, yeah, they have, uh, it's a walking loop now. But you can spend an hour in there. And I think, what would it cost us? 20 bucks? Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, it's not bad, guys. But all right, take it away, Olivia. Next, I would like to give a quick puzzle update for all of those who are wondering how our puzzle is going. Sean, Jotty, thank you guys. finished the puzzle for us and we have moved on to a new puzzle. If you're a listener and you want to buy the doctor and the dork a Christmas present, a jigsaw (laughs) puzzle is a great way to go. Send us an email at drandork at gmail.com to get our address to mail us a puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of puzzles... I'm not going to quit my day job, but I am winning big with the Tetris game. If you guys remember, a few weeks ago, we were talking about my Tetris thing, and I mentioned that I was going to start trying to play some cash tournaments, and recently, I won $1. That's right, ladies and gents, one cash dollar deposited into my PayPal (laughs) account that I applied when I was doing my Christmas shopping the other day. (laughs) Oh, my God. It is awesome that you won a dollar. For zero. I paid zero dollars and I was going to play Tetris anyways. Yeah, it's a free game. (laughs) And they just offer cash prizes. It's really cool that they do the tournaments. I wonder where they get the money from. I have no advertisers. Probably those 8,000 ads I have to watch. Yeah, there is a billion ads on there. (laughs) But uh, anyways, pretty cool that I even won a dollar. All right. Next, I was going to talk about we played pool this week. Ooh. That we did. You know, I, my keep getting my phone keeps lighting up, and I realize it's because I'm missing my Tetris tournament right now. Oh, it is Tetris yeah, I'm time. Missing my big chance. Oh, way to go! No Thanks, more dollars guys. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we played pool this week. I don't know. I thought it was worth talking about. That was um, it was fun, but uh, it, it felt like uh, life was normal was again. Yeah. But yeah, it was weird having to play with a mask on. And truthfully, you think after this whole year with wearing masks all year, I would be used to doing my activities. But truthfully, I have not, until recently, we had been rock climbing. Um, yeah. And we had to do that with a mask on. We recently had yoga class with a mask on. I think like when you go grocery shopping, you're used to wearing the mask because now you've done it so much. But when you go back yeah. to do an activity that you haven't had to use a mask for yet, it feels weird. Yeah, exactly. There's so many things that I look back on with fondness that I haven't yeah. done this year because of the pandemic. Yeah. And now that things are sort of open, it's like you go out and put and do it with a mask on. And it's like, oh, this doesn't have as much of the nostalgia as I you know thought it did a year ago yeah but it was good to get out there and play pool and of course we went and got a beer afterwards and yeah i think that is that that was our week right yeah 
Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention is we mentioned Queen's Gambit that we had watched recently. We recently started a new show called Shit's Creek. Um, a lot of people probably already watched it. We're pretty late to the party. There's six seasons. <laughs> but uh, it's been a pretty, it's an easy watch. I'll put it that way. It is definitely a happy-go-lucky. It's got some good cheap laughs. Mm-hmm. And it's got like a hundred episodes. Yeah, so. if you're looking for a good binge, it's like easy to watch. Highly recommend so, all right, you're going to take away the doctor segment. It looks I feel like, like you I've have been a... doing a lot of talking, so I think you should do the dork segment Me? First. Okay. All right, so this week, guys, I'm going to go over what I've been gaming and some interesting stuff that uh, I thought happened in the science community. I guess I would call it more of a tragedy in the science community. Um, so let me start this off with the games I've been playing. So, for phone games, I have adopted a new game, War Tortoise, because there has been no Lord of the Rings games, and I refuse to go back to Star Wars because, well, EA's just tearing that Plus game Plus, War up. Tortoise just sounds cool. That and, guys, let's face it, right? He loves You this get game. a mouse and a tortoise, and they put the mouse in a gun turret on top of the tortoise, tortoise shell. Tortoise. And, <laughs> the, the tortoise. <laughs> And uh, you basically walk through a post-apocalyptic world trying to revive uh, mankind um, while battling enemies on top of a tortoise. And you can build a whole little army of uh, other small, like, woodland creatures. And I have to say, it's awesome. I have a squirrel with a sniper rifle, and I then I have an armadillo that's like a tank. And every time he sees these things, they make him giggle. And he's like, oh, look at the mouse up here flying the aircraft. And, like, I just could not care less. There's nothing funnier than, like, a mouse flying a Zeppelin. And there are Zeppelins. And tries to show me, and truly, I don't even see it. She she doesn't sit there and actually watch it. I see it. the she tortoise, but that's about it. She All she sees is I like squiggle Tetris. block, square, yeah. L-shape, other Straight L-shape. Block. <laughs> um, all right, guys, so... What I've been playing on the console. So I have once again been playing a... I don't even want to call it a classic because... There ain't nothing classic about that game. No, there's nothing classic about Smite. But it has also been around since PS3. So it's been around for 10 plus years. Mm. I would say... No, actually I would say maybe it only came out on the PS4. But even still, um, it's been around for at least 7 or 8 years. So pretty good game. Um, So it's called Smite. And it is a MOBA-style game. Uh, for those of you that are familiar, League of Legends, um, Dota, Underlord, or well, just Dota, Underlord is the, the phone game. But uh, it's a fairly uh, complex MOBA. I mean, certainly not up there with Dota, but... Uh, I do not like either of those words. <laughs> what, Dota? Dota or MOBA. Oh, MOBA. MOBA is the style of game where you have lanes and you have minions and towers and it's a 5v5 style, you know, fight to the death. And uh, I don't know, I've been playing that a lot lately and uh, it's certainly a good time waster. um, But I have to say, getting to show that to my friends this weekend and Olivia, who were all just mind blown. (laughs) But uh, yeah. It's certainly a fun game. And it's free on the PS and PC and... Well, the PS4, PC, and Xbox. I had to think about that for a second. It's free on everything. Um, All right. Lastly, guys, I have um, a bit of news from the science world that I guess is an oddity of a tragedy. 
Um, if you've seen your news lately, there is the, uh, I'm going to botch the hell out of this. It's the Arisabo Observatory. Arisabo. Is that how you say it? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> All I know is uh, you guys have definitely seen this thing in cinema, um, like in the movies or uh, in random video, the like movies, science videos. There ain't none of that no more. Um, well, not this year, but so this is uh, a giant satellite built into the ground. Um, and basically what happens, well, it's suspended just above the ground, but the dish itself is built into the ground. And what happens is they get this massive dish and it reflects all the radio, they were calling it radio radiation, into the collectors that are suspended via concrete and steel cable above uh, the dish itself. Apparently this thing weighed about 900 tons and um, j last week the, uh, the dish itself uh, collapsed. Um, I guess the cabling let loose. Nobody was keeping maintenance up on Apparently that. <laughs> someone wasn't doing their job. Someone got fired. Um, also, yeah, so this is located in Arecibo, uh, Puerto Rico. Um, Ooh, but so it probably is Arecibo. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they lost this massive observatory, it, uh, which was monitoring for, uh, I guess what you would say, interstellar transmissions and... I'm assuming they probably did, you know, satellite transmissions off of it and other mm. things like that. But, uh, yeah, they lost this massive observatory because the cabling let loose and it just collapsed. They got it all on video, too. Mm. So if you guys get bored, you should look up the observ observatory uh, collapse. Um, it's a fairly interesting video because I just I've never seen 900 tons of science equipment come crashing down all at once. It's kind of wild. Mm. Um other than that, I guess the only news I have, because I know I didn't bring it up last week, um, or maybe I did. I'm wondering if it's going to be what I think it is. On the count of three, say it in one word. Ready? Right. One, two, three. Sean Monolith. Connery. Nope. You brought up Sean Connery. <laughs> did I bring up Sean Connery last time? Is the he death Darth of... Vader? Uh, no. Oh. No, no. <laughs> well, the actor for Darth Vader died as well. Um, but we went over that last yeah, week. Okay. But uh, the other actor who I didn't give credit to last week was uh, Sean Connery, the original James Bond. The uh, I like you talked about him weeks ago. The Man of Mystery. I don't feel like I did because well, he passed right. away about a week or two ago. So maybe you talked about him in the deleted Ooh, podcast. In the, yeah, in the the missing pod. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, guys. So yeah, if you uh, get chance to get a chance to uh, watch a James Bond movie. Uh, specifically with Sean Connery in it because uh, he was a great actor, then uh, go out and do it. What better time? All right, Olivia, take it away. All right, thank you, Frankie, for that riveting <laughs> segment. <laughs> As she's been falling asleep next to me this whole time. I've got a pretty <laughs> nice segment lined up for you today, listeners. So I'm taking a nap. Settle in, get the blanket wrapped around, get the pillow comfy. We're on. So at first I promised all of our listeners an update on the placebo effect after last week. I was hoping I could find some hard numbers. I didn't really find the numbers I wanted, but um, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys some updates anyways. So I found one study that was pretty interesting. It was on IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, and it, it gave... Essentially, before they gave any real treatment, they tried something different. First, they tried giving a group nothing at all, and they were like, hey, listen, you're not getting anything at all. Let's see how your symptoms improve over time. And then another group, they gave a pill, 
But they told them that it was the placebo pill. They said, here, we're going to give you this pill, but it's it's a placebo. <clears throat> and the results... But was it a placebo? ...were astonishing. Yeah, I think so. Um, the group that got nothing at all had 30% improvement of their symptoms. Probably just because IBS is kind of like a... I can't think of the correct word for it right now, but, like, it gets better and worse. It comes and goes in waves. Oh, okay. And, but the group that got the pill that was the placebo <clears throat> that they knew was a placebo felt 60% better. Wait, wait, wait. So they felt so, double as well as the group that got nothing, even though they also got nothing. So one group got nothing and was told it was the medicine, and the other group was told they got nothing and actually got nothing. So correct. both groups, nobody got, got yeah, no. nobody got anything. So the people that got... But the people that took a pill, a physical pill, felt double as better as the ones who didn't take anything at all. Hmm. Interesting. So I thought that was extra interesting because before I was just like, well, it's because you don't know better. But in this case, it's almost just like the physical act of taking something. Because even mind. if you know it, it's just your brain on a sub-level is doing it, yeah. you think? You know what it's kind of like, you know, like... When maybe, say you're on a diet, but somebody's cooking chocolate chip cookies, and you smell it, and your taste buds are getting exciting, and your stomach's starting to rumble, and your mouth's starting to water, even though you know you're not allowed to eat that chocolate chip cookie, you know? Maybe it's mm. kind of like that, that you can't really help your... Uh... It sounds like something you struggle with. Anyway, <laughs> the other thing that I found was interesting, there's a certain disease state where I heard the placebo effect <clears throat> is actually pretty high. And that was Parkinson's disease. And I couldn't find any um, actual data, like numbers for it. But um, they're basically saying when you expect something good to happen, it increases your dopamine. And since Parkinson's, one of the main mechanisms is that you have low amounts of dopamine, that the mere act of being able to think that something's going to happen, your brain naturally releases the feel-good dopamine. Um, Real quick, on Parkinson's... um... Isn't that the one where you shake? Yeah. So um, dopamine controls your, your motor movement. So isn't that I'm, the... Sorry. Isn't yeah. that the Back to the Future guy, Michael Fox? I don't know anything about no? any of that, but probably... Oh, I, I'm pretty sure it's the the actor from uh, Back to the Future has that. Mm. Um, but yeah, anyways, they're saying the placebo effect actually plays a profound role in in that. If you were to look huh. at placebo effect in that population, I didn't it's know high. Parkinson's meant you had no dopamine. It means you have, yeah, really low dopamine. The main replacement for it is, like, a dopamine analogs. Really? Yeah, pretty interesting. interesting. Right? But you know what it makes me wonder is if, like, for something like addiction, I wonder if you could just give, like, a placebo opioid and the excitement of thinking about giving an opioid would release dopamine mm. and therefore give you a little bit of that rush. Well, I don't know. Opioids are so strong. Yeah, I know. I feel like dopamine's not a big enough hit. But anyways, interesting. To replace that. <laughs> Next thing, I have been at virtually the ASHP mid-year, which offers a bunch of continuing education for pharmacists. And I listened to this really interesting talk about obesity and different management for it. And I learned lots of interesting tidbits while listening to this. But what I thought I'd share with you guys, my listeners... And that is that patients who have bariatric surgery, so basically where they go, take out a bunch of fat, and then they put in usually some sort of band or they you have some sort of bypass surgery, they said on there that the rate of remission for type 2 diabetes in these patients is actually pretty high. So meaning obese patients that went in, if they had type 2 diabetes, that then they had the surgery and it severely decreased the amount of diabetes that was present afterwards. 
So I looked and it looks like there's three main different types that a certain article looked at and the rate of remission ranged from about 50% to 95% based on what type of surgery you underwent. And I just found that to be super interesting because I feel like people are, I don't know, hesitant or maybe judgmental about bariatric surgery. But man, if you can decrease a really chronic disease state like that and just completely eliminate it, I think that's pretty miraculous. Just get rid of the diabetes in one swell. But I think also, if you guys remember a few weeks ago, I talked about a study that said like, Patients who lose just 10% of their body weight, it decreases their risk of diabetes by X amount. So I think it just shows how much control you do have over some of these chronic disease states. Hmm. Also, here's a fun trivia question I can ask as I transition into my next topic. It's totally unrelated to my next topic. Oh, God. But um, what percent of the adult U.S. population do you think is obese? I'm going to say I came across 60%. Is obese? Yeah. No, it was like 35%. Really? It's only 35 Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is there another category called morbidly obese? Nah, it's not everything. But I mean, there is overweight, <laughs> and overweight isn't in the obese category. So. Oh, okay. So what's the overweight number, Dina? Well, it all goes on body mass index, which considers your height and your weight. So over 30 is considered obese. Over 40 is considered morbidly obese. But just between 25 and 30, that's just considered overweight. Oh, okay. So. Do you know the number of, they're the percentage I don't for know them? who are, no, I don't know that, sorry. Hmm. We'll have to talk about that another time. But <laughs> Lastly, this is your Corona segment. If you're sick about hearing Corona, go ahead and skip the next three minutes. First, I would like to give an exciting new update that the CDC puts out, because you know, it might not be here <laughs> tomorrow based on the way the CDC has <laughs> been operating. Retracted. So as most of you know, they've been saying if you were exposed to anybody with coronavirus, they recommend that you quarantine for 14 days. They've recently actually decreased um, the amount of recommended days that you need to quarantine for. So if you go, so let's say... I don't know. I visit my mom and she has coronavirus and I come back home. So after I see her, initially I was supposed to quarantine for 14 days. Now they're saying if I have no symptoms and I go and get a test and it's negative, I only need to quarantine for seven days. That's wild because I was really trying to get two weeks of sick time. And furthermore, (laughs) if I go see my mom and then come back and I don't have any symptoms, but I'm like, yo, I'm not about to try to go stand in line to get one of these tests. I still only need to quarantine for 10 days. Wait, what? So if you go and get a negative test, you can de- you can quarantine for just seven days. Why do you got to quarantine at all if you got a negative test? Because you might spread it. I don't know. I'm not the CDC. Hmm. There's a lot of questions about the coronavirus I don't have the answer to. <laughs> I think because you'll spread it. I think that's the idea. Or you know what it probably is that like it's too soon to tell for sure if you have it if it's a false positive if it's a false negative yeah yeah. so within that seven days they would expect you to get symptoms and then you go i gotcha anyways lastly vaccine updates as you guys all know november 20th pfizer had submitted their emergency use application um i don't know i read some rumors today that like the fda is saying so far it looks good but they haven't given any official ruling however in the uk it has been approved and did you see the first patient got like a dose of it like a non-clinical trial dose of the vaccine no yep so nice job in the uk i'm guessing in the uk okay and then i read on november 30th moderna officially submitted their emergency use application so it'll be very interesting to see um 
how these all turn out. I was just reading something today about a, um, there's some wealthy individual I was reading about who was giving their opinion on it, and they were saying that by next year we should end up seeing, like, six uh, vaccines that have rolled out yeah. completely. And that's why I was like, wow. I was like, I don't know who the other four are going to be. I mean, I guess you got... Johnson um, & Johnson, AstraZeneca. Well, there's two more. I mean... I don't know who the other two are going to be. Probably some smaller yeah. labs. Yeah. All right. But, um, yeah, that's my, mostly all the updates I got. That's all you got this week? Yeah. Don't all you right. think that was a nice little mixed bag of stuff? I do think that was a good mixed bag. I think that is uh, probably one of your best ones, yeah, I would Thank say. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> is there anything further you'd like to talk about? Um, Nope. I just want to say... Wow, this has actually been our first short episode in a while. Yeah. I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners. And uh, ha- I hope you're all having great holidays. Because um, we did one right before Thanksgiving, right? But not after. This yeah. is the one after. I don't think so. We did one on the first. We do one every week. Oh, yep. I'm He's off losing by a- it, guys. I'm off by a week. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I hope you guys are having a great holiday season. Why don't you go follow us on Instagram? Why don't you send us an email? Maybe let us know. Are you thinking of making any New Year's resolutions for the big 2021 coming up? Yeah, guys, let us know what your resolutions are. We'd be glad to hear them. Frankie and I are going to try to learn Spanish next year. If you know Spanish and you want to speak Spanish with us to help us practice, please <laughs> do. Speak Spanish Maybe you can us. come. Maybe we can have a Spanish edition of the podcast. That'd be fun. We're like 10 years away from that. <laughs> All right. Viola. Me llamo Olivia. Como uh, estas? <laughs> I got me llamo es Francisco. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Um... Thank you again for tuning in. This was episode 26, and oh, yes. we can't wait to see you at 27. Spread the word about the podcast. Send your friends a link because our, our listens are a little down, and it's pretty sad when you don't get all if the If you guys get rush. a listener for us, we will give you a crisp high five. All right, I'll give you a crisp high five. Olivia, don't do high if fives. If we reach 750 downloads before the new year, which we're at 521 right now, Frankie and I will do a video podcast. For our the first podcast after New Year's. Wait, I don't. Uh... We're gonna use our phones because, <laughs> as I've mentioned before, we have a thousand dollar piece of equipment that we can use to make videos. Okay, guys, bye bye. Nice talking to <laughs> bye. you. Bye. <laughs>